You're listening to Infinite TBR, the podcast where we try not to buy more books. I'm Smack. And I'm Gabby. Spoiler alert! We're going to avoid major spoilers, and when we can, warn when we're going to discuss a particular book in detail so you can avoid that part of the episode. You can also check the show notes for time-stamped flags identifying potential spoilers. We were going to start Mysterious Galaxy Throwdown Showdown, but got distracted by <laughs> what we're currently reading. <laughs> so depending on what happened when future Gabby gets around to editing this all and actually Make peeling pieces into yes. episodes, this might be its own episode. <laughs> Before what we is, get into Throwdown Showdown. What is that called? Making a sausage. Making the sausage. No. How the sausage yeah, gets that made. <laughs> something, something. How the sausage gets made. I tried. Yay! <laughs> Welcome back after our September hiatus. Yeah, we took September off. Life got complicated. It is what it is. Yeah. You know how it goes. So, it is time... For our third annual Mysterious Galaxy Summer Bingo Showdown Throwdown thing. We're, thing. We are cutting it off at Showdown Throwdown. Are we okay? We are. Because <laughs> the showdowns get unwieldy. Because <laughs> you feel the need to take the whole thing out. Over and over and over. <laughs> Knowing that no one reads all of those words. I do. Do you? I read our show notes. I read You never every... skim anything? No, I don't. That's why it's I read so slowly. Okay. <laughs> In fact, say, very bad at skimming. It is mostly graphics at this point. Just book covers of what we... Because, like, we're very careful on the podcast to say the title and the author. But, like, that means so much less than looking at a yes. book cover. It was blue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the author was, but the cover was blue. I have that on a bag. A blue bag, obviously. I do, yeah. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> that I picked up at some little indie bookstore up in Orange County. I love that it's sort of like a meme at this point. Yes. <laughs> that pleases me. So. You're also uh, likely to hear, um, I don't know how likely, actually. Oh yeah. I, I have been painting not covers, pages. Yeah. Um, she posts I'm... them intermittently on our Instagram. Yeah. So you and should go look at those. So after you paint them, you have to pull each page apart and it is incredibly soothing. Yeah. And so I will be continuing with this work while we talk. And I'll just be entranced and probably lose <laughs> my train of thought. <laughs> there will be a lot of like white space that we just cut. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wait, noise? No, white space. Both in this case. It is both in this case. So we are gonna get started. Okay, but with I'm, our showdown throwdown. Yes, but also Abby has been teasing this. Oh yeah. Super secret super project secret. for like two months now, Maybe. like a while, <laughs> and she asked me weird questions about it or sent pictures of like toy animals. Yes. And I needed her to pick her favorite yeah. toy animal. Set and of there, toy animals. There was there was like some urgency behind it, I assume, because you were standing in Michael's. Oh no, I just wanted free shipping. Oh. And well I... there's some urgency behind yeah. that too. Yeah. Okay. There was something else I was ordered. Also, I think that was like when we were planning to meet up. So I was trying to get it all like done before we met. And we were like, going to meet earlier. There were like two weeks straight yeah. where I was just like, yeah, yeah. pull it together. Things came up. But yeah, so 
she showed up at my house to record today and she has these two little balsa wood bookshelves plain wood like you'd get at michael's they're teeny tiny like a dollhouse yeah book, like book yeah case yeah and then she opened these sparkly little drawstring bags and there are miniature books in them and then if you open the books she's written the titles of all of our bingo books in them <laughs> and the year and i just lost my freaking mind I'm very pleased with myself ah uh, you should be that was like never in my wildest dreams of your secret project would i have guessed any of that <laughs> <laughs> michael's has a bunch of uh very exciting things it turns out michael's really dangerous yeah it is for those who are wondering, the little animals, the dream was that we could glue some of the creatures to the tops of the bookcases after decorating fun. them in different ways. And I so a lot of them she picked up are different like dragons. And so there's a dragon with like leaf wings. And I like the ice dragon. And there's this one that I looks like the sort fire of, dragon. yeah, the fire dragon. He looks sort of like a stegosaurus, yeah. except skinny. Yeah. And all of the plates down his back are fire. Yeah. It's pretty freaking cool. Anyway, we're having a good, yeah. a good creative time. All of these pictures will be on Instagram at some yes. point. Probably sooner rather than later. That's the dream anyway. Well, you've gotten quite good at Instagram. I'll have bursts of activity. Every day for the past two weeks, I've been like, oh, I should take a picture of my pre-order of clocks. And then I don't. <laughs> and every single day at some point I'll have that thought and I'll be either not in that room or I'll be at work. Can't find or your camera I won't want to get up. And, camera. I mean, it is my camera. I, yes, but who calls it that anymore? <laughs> so, so well, yeah. When it I, helps, I have a pre-order clock sitting on the floor of my bedroom right now that I keep meaning to take a picture of. It's God Killer by someone. <laughs> <laughs> It's the one with the, the stag on the front. And oh, it's yeah. very like Hannah Kaner. Hannah Kaner. Yeah. With a K. Yeah. It's a very like autumnal looking thing, but like I'm looking forward to it. And it's so much smaller than I expected. I did get the paperback, but like Are you planning to read it for fall? For like the, the yearly bingo thing? No, just no. like just because it's fall. Yes, I would okay. like to read it soon. Fall vibes. Yeah, I need to switch gears into my autumnal smack shelf books. Yeah, seasonal. I am so close to finishing all of my library books. I'm so close. What I have, do you have left? I have Over My Dead Body. I thought you were just saying that. Over My Dead Body, Unearthing the Hidden History of America's Cemeteries by Greg Melville. And it's actually like quite readable. And there's this excellent undercurrent oh, of fic. Yeah, it's nonfiction. This guy who is obsessed with graveyards. You know, there are bones on the inside <laughs> cover. It's hilarious. This guy, I mean, he makes it sound like he's, it's, you know, a very suburban dad. And he goes, yeah, we go to cemeteries and everybody hates it, but I make them go anyway. And then we go to lunch or whatever, just stuff that my kids actually want to do. And I thought, I have an uncle like that. <laughs> But it's it's very readable and it's very nice. He gets like super angry about how cemeteries for formerly enslaved and free black people are and how they're still treated. Like yeah, just yeah. wild. Ugh. 
but like there's this very satisfying current rage in those chapters mm. so that helps a little i do like seeing um, older white dude using his platform yeah to be mad and and it, it is very interesting because i grew up in i don't know how it is in arizona but southern california has like no graveyards like yeah not the same way there were like in scotland right and this guy's in new england or east so coast, yeah. he goes up and down the east coast and all these you know the first graveyards in the country the first graveyard that did this in the country the first one that imitated this pastoral scene or whatever and how like the early graveyards were influenced by the one in paris where i don't know there's one famous one in paris where like oscar wilde is buried and they had to put up like a piece of glass or plastic in front of his grave because people kept kissing it uh, <laughs> in, like in this pandemic <laughs> just generally so like he talks about the crypts in france and stuff and i do want to go explore crypts they are them. super creepy i've been to the ones in the roman one uh-huh. and the parisian one and the parisian one i don't know if it was because i was just 18 or whatever but I walked in there, got my ticket, was walking down. I was like, this isn't scary at all. I am totally not scared. It's just bones. And you get down there and it's dark and sort of not damp, but like cold. Mm. And you, you look at these piles of bones and they're not whole skeletons. They're just piles of specific bones, skulls, femurs, hand bones, I guess. And it's, it's something about how they're all separated and the sheer number of them is just very creepy it's it's quite and they don't have great lighting down there obviously that's i'm aware that this is probably the neurodivergence in me talking but boy does separating bones into piles sounds like a really <laughs> satisfying <laughs> okay yeah i can see that that's all i can <laughs> Ooh, pile and you gotta make them stay up too Ooh. there have to be special piles placed just so yeah so like i would definitely go again but like i would go again knowing that all the bravado just sort of evaporates when you're down there (laughs) yay let's go yeah we'll organize bones it'll be fun i'm more likely to knock them apart that would be terrible we're like you know when stories have like the two guiding components and one is like life and chaos and the other is death and order. It's like that's us. I'm like just chaos, I think. Yes. <laughs> In this okay, specific I could live with that. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> so I don't have control over the chaos. It's just well, it's that's, chaos. That's the point. Right, but like if somebody's in charge of chaos. I'm not in charge Ooh, of it. I, see. I am representative of it. That yes. makes more yes. sense. <laughs> yes. I forgot where I was going. Okay, right away. Over my dead body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could not walk my way back nope. through that conversation. I was like, I don't know it's where we got. It's sitting in front of me. That's the only reason we got back here. I don't know why we were talking about it. That's what I'm currently reading. Yes. Oh, it's one of my library books. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We got there. Okay, so... Technically, I have three library books still out, but one of them I've already read, and I ordered the two sequels, and they're in the mail, and I figured I'd hold on to the first one. It's Perdition by Anne Aguirre. I think it's one of her earlier books. Possibly her second trilogy ever. You really enjoyed that one, right? I did. It's not like... It's 2013, 
which surprised me. 2013 stuff is usually a little dated. Mm -hmm. And it's a little dated, but the main character is just a giant badass. And (laughs) and the love interest is such a fucking sociopath. But he's, like, not protective, but, like, he's got her back. He's a sociopath who has got her back. Gotcha. (laughs) Which is, like, a fun niche to say. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I was telling you... About this other story I'm writing where I was just like, everyone is a shark. Yes. And not a literal not shark. A little. Gabby was really sad about that the first time I said it. But like, dead-eyed killers. I just need some dead-eyed killers to root for. And so that's Perdition by Anne Aguirre. <laughs> and I think that it's, it's, a, it's just a trilogy. But I guess it's part of this other world where she writes other books in. It's, it's science fiction, too, which is really nice. Oh, it's on a prison ship in the middle of oh, that's space. that one. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I really like how throughout the whole first book, every now and then, someone will be like, "You know what? All this stuff, the walls that have been repurposed, the wires stripped for metal. Someday, someone is gonna unscrew one part of a wall, and it'll be space out there, and we'll all be dead." <laughs> It's seeded through the whole oh, first no. book, and I'm just like, this is gonna be amazing. Oh no! Because <laughs> once you're like, yeah, that would really right. suck, and twice you're like, that other character had that same thought, and the third time you're like, okay, I'm paying attention. <laughs> it's not Chekhov's gun if they keep mentioning <laughs> in the gun. It's for later books, so that's that's one that I'm holding on to that I could return i just haven't yet over my dead body and then anastasia hastings i think it's her debut novel nope <laughs> she has over a 30-year career published wow. more than 60 novels that's different <laughs> this is not her debut it's just the first time i've heard of her and it's called of manners of murder a dear miss hermione mystery Oh, I've seen those on the shelf at I know, at Mysterious Galaxy. Were you with me that day we saw them? Yes. Yes. And the day I was with you and we saw it must have been the second time I'd seen it because I went to go check it out in the library on my phone and I already had a hold on it. (laughs) I love when I do that to myself. (laughs) So it's a historical mystery. I don't think there's any magic in it. Yes. So the main character's aunt runs off with her latest paramour, but her aunt is the one who does like the agony aunt columns, like the oh, Dear like, Abby yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so the main character, Miss Hermione, has to take over. And then there then there's a murder. Or it wouldn't be called of manners and murder. So you're jumping on the murder train. I am. I you're on a murder train? I'm on the cozy mystery murder oh, mystery right. train. Yes, I've been reading Secrets and Scrabble series by Josh Lanyon. And they're just like, it's like Murder, She Wrote, if it was gay and, <laughs> you know, written in the 2010s <laughs> slash 2020s. So they're very cute, cozy. The ones this guy inherits this falling apart, like old pirate estate on this little oh, island in New pirate England. Estate? The whole island has like a history of pirate Piracy. founders oh, and stuff. Oh my so, god, like, that's his so great much great great something fun. was actually a pirate hunter, I think. 
And then his, like, great-great-great-aunt, like, dies and leaves that and the little murder mystery shop that she owned like to him. Store. Like a bookstore oh, in the town. Man. And he's just, like, kind of driftless living in New York City when this all happens. And he's like, sure, I'll try a change. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. falls in love with the little town. And the whole series is about him, like, finding his place and making friends. Oh. Making goo-goo eyes at the police chief of the town. <laughs> it's very cute. And they're, like, very pleasant to hold, too. They're the yes. size of a trade paperback. They're teeny. But they feel like, no, they're the size of a mass market paperback and feel like a trade paperback. Yeah. I always get those mixed exactly. up. So, yeah, murder mystery train. Yeah. Person. Historical murder mystery train is what I've been on for a while. Because I read the first three Lady Darby mysteries by... Is that the anatomist one? Mm-hmm. Oh, Anna Lee Huber. Huber. The Lady Darby Mysteries by Anna Lee Huber, and they start with the anatomist's wife. And they're historical mysteries, and the mysteries were eh. I like the characters. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you? Well, I did. Until... <laughs> I was never crazy about the love interest, but like in the third one, I actually DNF'd 300 pages in. We were 400 very page book. I was like, just done. And part of it was, like, I read it right before bed, and I woke up, and I was like, do I have to keep going? (laughs) No, I do not. The love interest is, you know, he's human, and he has some traits that I wouldn't personally put up with. But, like, the third book? (laughs) So the main character, Kira Darby, had this really horrible husband who abused her, and he was an anatomist. That's why the first one's called The Anatomist's Wife. And so he was creating a textbook and it was supposed to be the first anatomy textbook in English but he was a shit artist and so he married this woman and then it turns out just because she was an artist and just because? yeah so like wow, she's she's wow, wow, neurodivergent wow. and so she told her father I don't care who I marry you can pick as long as they let me continue to paint And so this guy held it over her, like, if you don't paint for this textbook, then I will break your fingers and you'll never get to paint again. Yeah, like, really horrible. Holy shit. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah, he just drops dead. And then it turns out that he, the textbook was almost done to the point where his assistant or, like, someone else in the field was planning to get it printed in his honor. And then they looked at it. And he was very well known for being a shit artist. And so they looked at it, realized his wife had been looking at dead bodies and blah, 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 blah. And she was, it was right after broken uh, hair got caught for, okay, so in Edinburgh, this whole, the books take place in Scotland. But in Edinburgh, there was this, how do I explain this? In all of Britain for a while, there was no law against grave robbing. And there was no ethical way for medical colleges to get their hands on corpses so a lot of grave robbing happened and then there's this infamous duo Burke and Hare in Edinburgh who were killing people and then donating and not donating selling their bodies to medical colleges while these medical colleges knew something sketchy was happening but just looked the other way because how else are they going to get such good fresh bodies wow wow wow, yeah so that's a historical thing that's a thing that happened and so in these books lady darby is exposed as having been around bodies she's a lady Mm. she's a gentlewoman you're not supposed to be around dead bodies let alone be able to like create such good art of them 
a nerd. Yeah, right? So it's right after Burke and Hare. And it's a body joke. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I got you. <laughs> I just kept moving. <laughs> it wasn't really worth stopping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm very scattered. So if I don't keep going. Yes. <laughs> it will just be gone. Derailed. So... She almost ended up in front of, like, a, a judge. People were accusing her of also killing people. Okay. She was, like, she had some weird nickname of, like, the surgeon's wife. or I don't know. Wow. Anyway, so she was basically, like, hounded out of London. Oh, that's why. Okay. And out of Edinburgh. And she ends up staying with her sister in the Highlands at her sister's, like, manor home. And then her sister has a party and somebody dies. And so now she has to <laughs> use her skills as an anatomist. And, like, through the first half, the murder mystery of the first one was quite good. And then at a certain point, everyone was very, like, bullheadedly being like, no, this is definitely what happened. Whereas it was very obvious that wasn't what Uh, happened. Like, the narrative was so insistent on this one guy being the murderer when it was very clearly not him. Anyway. So the murder mysteries were lackluster. We're lackluster, but I like the characters mm-hmm. until Future Gabby here. Smack is about to get into some spoilers that happen in book three of the Lady Darby Mysteries. So if you don't want spoilers for probably books one through three, go ahead and fast forward to about the 24 minute and 15 second mark. Until the third one, when the love interest, Kira Derby, goes back to Edinburgh and she's like easing her way back into society and learning to not pay attention to assholes who are like, hey, aren't you that woman? Aww. You know, and she's still very sensitive about it. And she goes to this party with the love interest and she has this gorgeous new dress and she looks amazing and she's having fun and her dance card is full. And she's talking to the love interest at one point and this little 18 year old debutante sidles up and is like, hey, when are you going to announce your engagement to my friend? She's so excited to do that. And instead of the love interest being like, fuck off, he freezes and like looks at, at the main character, like sort of sideways. Like, did did you hear that? And like, yes, she very often, like the whole point was that she heard it. And so she goes off and dances with another friend. And then she sneaks out, walks home without a carriage. And then he follows her berates her for not taking a carriage because it's so dangerous to walk at night three blocks or whatever it is in the highlands no they're in edinburgh this is back in edinburgh and like yes there is some danger because one of their main suspects is like the kingspin of edinburgh Mm -hmm. or whatever but it's not really dangerous right and mostly he's just a giant ass about the whole thing he says like how could you believe her over me even you though, didn't say anything, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to believe. It, like, he's he's just a giant asshole. Wow. And, like, they sort of hash it out. And he goes, okay, are we, are we good? And she goes, I don't think I can live like this. And that was the truest thing I had ever heard her say. Good. And in response, the love interest is like, okay, I'm going to share one of my secrets with you. And they get in a carriage. And he won't tell her where they're going. That will make it better. Yeah. And they go, Let me take you to a secret location. Right? And she just goes with it? I, anyway. So they end up at, like, the back door of this house he's renting in Edinburgh. And he says, come on, come in the house. I want to show you something. And she goes, if anyone sees me, get out of this carriage and walk into your house. I am ruined. And he goes, eh. I know, but trust me. Eh. <laughs> 
moved she does and they go down to this like basement where it turns out he's been woodworking making furniture oh no that's his deep dark secret he works with his hands i love that he's like had to show her and couldn't just be like my deep dark secrets that i would work (gasps) i made you a bookcase like (laughs) here let me bring it to you like her whole her like she is an artist that's what she does that is i just okay so i got to that point and i closed it i went to bed and i woke up and i thought i'm good yay (laughs) but if you enjoy them more power to you yeah it's got like 12 13 books in the series that's so that's so many i was really looking forward to just like something i could just disappear into for a while but no no What's the next candidate for disappearing? Well, If Manners and Murder only has the one first book out. I thought we saw a sequel. At least one sequel. I don't think it's out yet. Oh. Because this first one is only available in hardback so far. Let's see. Oh, yeah. It came out this year. Wow. Yeah. 2023. Um, So what I really like to try, I haven't started any of them. I've been trying to focus on library books and bingo, which just ended. Right. <laughs> but I have the first five books of the Lady Sherlock series. I really just want to just read them. The first one's called A Study in Scarlet Women. I know I've told you this about. I I've told you, you about this before. Familiar. There's so because many. I read, I read the like the excerpt before you buy an ebook, and uh-huh. the beginning starts where I think the whole prem- oh Sherry Thomas. Yeah, the whole premise is yeah, that yeah, yeah. Sherlock Holmes is made up by this woman named Charlotte Holmes. So I read like the first 10 pages a million years ago now, and it was told from her sister's point of view, I think. Hmm. I'm probably botching this. Please forgive me, anyone who's read these. But it opens with Charlotte, quote unquote, ruining herself. She gets caught with some dumb guy in bed, and it turns out she did it on purpose with this poor hapless dummy. Because, like, five years earlier, she had gone to her father and been like, I don't want to get married. I want to be the headmistress of some school. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's very nice. I'm sure you'll change your mind. And she goes, but if I don't, I want you to put my dowry toward becoming a teacher. And he goes, sure. And then five years later, he's like, no, you're getting married. Mm. So she ruins herself so no one will marry her. Well done. <laughs> no! <laughs> so that is as far as I got in the first one. and. I have never. I own up a, again. I own a bunch of them. Every oh, time really? a new one comes out, you just I buy it. it. Amazing. Thinking that like You'll one of these days, day, yeah. one of these days, <laughs> is today the day. <laughs> I'm getting close. I'm getting Yay. real close. That's what I really want to read next. Yay! So oh. I might just. I mean, like I have God Killer on the floor of my bedroom. Well, autumn hasn't even technically started That's yet. That's true. So That's true. You have plenty of time. Did you go through this whole thing? I think so. I am so proud of you. You did great. In the zone. You were in the zone. And by this whole thing, I mean all the pages of this book that was written by my friend, who I'm not going to say by name because it's a surprise still. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to touch that up. But other than that, it's looks so good. Oh, I'm so pleased. Thank you. You're so helpful. Thanks for letting me help. Forgot where we were going with that. Mostly just curious what's yeah. been on your radar. Library books. Library books. God killer. A couple others that I have sitting on my floor that I if I read them and put them on the shelf, I'll have a clean floor space. Whoa. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
is getting work, really wild this has worked up in here. so well yeah. on my desk <laughs> so i have some grand plans we'll see i've been reading those secrets and scrabble series you're like up to number six right like a handful of them or something yeah i think i just finished five okay and then i ordered six and seven and then i thought the eighth one was out oh no but it isn't yet she writes fast yeah hopefully it'll come out soon but they're all pretty self-contained like the mystery always ends Mm -hmm. for the most part and Episodic. then, yeah, and then the relationship is like a long-term developing thing, and they're like they're adults about things, which oh, is always so refreshing. nice. Yeah, that's just so. They're nice. very much like thirty-somethings who like know what they want in a relationship, and they're feeling each other out and trying to decide if it's gonna like be practical and work and so nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm reading Sea Sparrow, which is the fifth Graceling book by Kristen Kishore with our number one fan Lauren. Because <laughs> you guys have a high school book club, right? We do. We actually or is it just you two this time. It's just us two. We it's kind of like winnowed. We had our <laughs> high school book club with everybody. And then Danny got a new job and got really busy preparing for her wedding. And future Gabby here again. Smack and I are about to mention two titles, but we forgot to mention the authors. The first is The Great Troll War, which is by Jasper Ford. And then Smack mentions Jade City, which is the first in the Greenbone Saga by Fonda Lee. And those have both been talked about in previous episodes, but we wanted to make sure that those authors were mentioned here. And so the last book we all read together was The Great Troll War, but I don't oh, know. That was if we a while ago. It. Yeah. I don't remember if we all finished it, but Laura and I definitely did. I'm pretty sure. Megan may not have quite yet, but she was ready to. Megan reads fast so she could burn through it whenever she needs. But we haven't had a chance to like get together and talk about it, basically. Right. But at another point, because Danny isn't as doesn't show up as often, she's a little bit busier than the rest of us. The three of us started reading the Graceling series together, and then Megan got busy with life. Oh. And so she got stuck at the beginning of the fourth book, Winter Keep. Mm-hmm. But Laura and I finished it forever ago. Yeah. And now we're ready for Sea Sparrow. Yay. And it's kind of a problem because <laughs> the chapter is one of those books. First of all, it's a huge It's a book. massive. I mean, like, you do have the hardcover, but also, like, yes. it's it's up there with, like, the Jade City trilogy. Yeah, it that is. I think it's bigger than Jade City. I think it's bigger than Jade City. It is 624 pages. Holy cow. 624 yeah. pages. Multiply that by 250, please. This is, I mean, like, Multiply this is, it by? Yeah. This is how you know I'm a writer in that I don't. 156,000 words. That's so many. And That's so many. For this one especially, each chapter is only a few pages. No way. So it's very bad because I get caught in that loop of, what am I going to read? I get read a few more pages. It's fine. Just, just a few more pages. Just, just, 
So this is why you've been up till four or whatever. I haven't. I haven't been that bad. <laughs> but yes, I've been staying up very late this week reading. But I did make myself stop for a bit so that Laura can catch up. So I took a detour and read. So you do it for Laura, but not for your sleep. <laughs> I have my priorities. She also scolded me this week. Did she? For not <laughs> She's like, sleep is important. We just want the best for you. (laughs) But books. Yeah, that's a valid counter argument. And then, uh, so while I'm waiting for her, I took a detour and read The Infinity Particle by Wendy Shu because I went to Mysterious Galaxy and tripped and walked out (laughs) with like three different graphics. (laughs) Tell me about that one. I don't think I've heard of it. That one, it must be pretty. It's like it was published at the end of August. I didn't realize it was oh, that wow. new. Very... But it is about this girl who gets this once in a lifetime opportunity to go work in. She's like a engineer of some sort, mm-hmm. and she works on or programming. She works on AI. So this is set in the future, and she gets an opportunity to go to Mars and work for this groundbreaking AI scientist who has her lab set up on Mars. And that scientist has most AI in this world, almost like all. They make animal, cutesy animal-esque containers for the AI technology. So they're kind of like friends. So they like, she has this this like little animal companion that was her she got this like it was almost like a build-a-bear that she got when she was little and she took like that's how she got into ai engineering is she like kept up this little creature as she grew up and and it it grew with her because it's ai like actual ai and was like just her friend growing up and she's like, I would end up an AI researcher okay, like that. <laughs> it's like um, it's like Neopets, but in it is like <laughs> real life Neopets. And this world-renowned scientist she goes to work for on Mars has an AI assistant who is in a human shell, so he's completely human looking, and she interacts with him and he's very used to his maker's attitude is very like you are my creation you were made to serve me and she's very like you're sentient and (laughs) like you get to like have wants and needs too like it doesn't all so there's like that conflict but like underneath it all is this very interesting idea like there's clearly like a motherhood issue here of like what do you owe your parents as a child and like this whole idea of like parents feeling entitled to like their kids doing what they want them to do so there's like that layer there's this whole like ai discussion of like what makes a person a person and at what point are they right person and then this cute little like developing thing between her and the ai assistant and it was very cute is it the first in like a series no it's just just a well, that's yeah. not delightful. Yeah. And it's the same author who co-created Mooncakes, which I think we both oh, enjoyed. Yeah. So I was very excited to read that. And then I also just finished... I finished a lot of good ones You've recently. read a lot of good books recently. I think that's bingo. I'll leave that for bingo. Yeah, there are other ones sprinkled in there that I may not get to. I know that one we won't get to is A Broken Blade by Melissa Blair, which I'm only calling out because how much I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I know, that one was we a huge were, like, disappointment. We were, like, freaking out of the cover for months. 
Honestly, if my expect that was another one where, like, if my expectations hadn't been so high, like, I still wouldn't have enjoyed it, but oh, it yeah. wouldn't have been as disappointing. Right. It's been a long time since that one at this point, but it got... It's still it, worth mentioning. Yes. Just because of the dramatic... The, the <laughs> disconnect between expectations and reality was just stark. Um, and I said it got better once there were more characters and the action picked up, but yeah, the beginning was really slow... It was really hard for me to care about what was going on because everyone was, and there was a lot going on at the macro level that was really interesting, but like everything going on in the immediate sphere of the main character was like really choppy and uneven and pacing and That's just, weird. just kind of. It's so unfortunate. Weird. And the editing wasn't super Ooh. level. Oh, <laughs> editing like copy edits? I'm trying just to remember. Like I think it was, no, there were some, co I remember there were some copy edits that I would get really stuck on. Like they, like she used the wrong word. What? For a thing. Like a word that was like almost the word, but wasn't. That's like, deeply not unfortunate. an actual example, but analogous to like used presumption instead of perception. Like oh, that kind Lord. of thing where it was like almost the same word. You knew what word they meant to use. But they didn't. Did. <laughs> no one caught it somehow that between, and that happened sure often enough fun. to be very distracting. That's so that was a shame. That's too bad. Also, that shouldn't happen with traditionally published books. I know <laughs> there are like multiple levels of someone's job. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like their day job. They get paid to do that. And then the other one that's worth mentioning, the other graphic novel that's worth mentioning that was good that I know won't come up with Bingo was The Princess and the Grilled Cheese Sandwich. Future Gabby here yet again because past Gabby was a goober and forgot again to mention that the author of The Princess and the Grilled Cheese Sandwich is Dea Muniz. And that was cute as shit. I was trying to explain the concept of that story to someone. And I can't it's really it hard to explain. But it's freaking adorable. Have we talked about it on here before? We mentioned that I picked it up. Okay. Both A Broken Blade and The Princess and the Grilled Cheese Sandwich were North Park Book Fair finds. Oh, right. But I had not read them when we talked about them. Right. And it was... Like, the art was really great was really it? expressive very fun <laughs> and it was it was just a cute story so sweet so i know while we're while we're talking we're sitting here and like putting our little miniature books on our miniature bookshelves <laughs> so so yeah so those are my recent non-bingo Anyway, showdown throwdown. Is it showdown throwdown or throwdown showdown? I don't know. I don't think it I really would have matters. to go back and look. It does not. But I just thought maybe maybe she knows offhand. My mouth said showdown throwdown. But I keep I, thinking of it as throwdown showdown. That's funny that we're both thinking. Anyways, <laughs> I could literally look it up right now. I am too busy putting books, books. on my shelves. So satisfying. So satisfying. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know we need to do another, some other event to help us fill out the bookshelf. All fit perfectly on two shelves. Throwdown showdown. You were Throwdown right. Showdown. Throwdown showdown. Probably because PB. I was, I am very slow. You've been doing, doing all the, show the shows. So you've had to type it a bunch of times. So you would definitely know. I think at one point I was just like, showdown, throwdown, etc. <laughs> 
etc. So throw down showdown. Yay. Are you ready to rumble? This could be. What are we gonna do if I win again this year? I feel like we should shake it up. Um, I don't want to fix it, but also yeah, we can't fix three it. in a year. Is Make a bit Gabby much. read better titles <laughs> during. Bingo. I will pick all of your titles. I did. So I read so fast this summer that I was able to finish Bingo, and then I found categories where like the books I'd read for them were like eh. And then I would read a new book oh to sub in the God. categories for Throne. <laughs> I got to do that for a couple, but some of them I couldn't. Like A Broken Blade is one of mine, but I had to keep that, so I got the mysterious. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the extra detail that our longtime listeners may or may not remember is that if you buy a book from Mysterious Galaxy during the bingo period. And you, you read it and you put that title on your bingo sheet, then you get an extra entry into their, like, blackout bingo raffle. Which and is, like, a $100 gift card. Is it? I don't know. What yeah. Is Very exciting. <laughs> Which I feel like we have a decent shot at. Yeah, I don't know how quickly they draw it. I was already like, it's been a week and I haven't heard anything. <laughs> it's been I'm way not more than a week. holding my breath. <laughs> I don't think I am. Because there was one category where I was, like, sort of stretching it, but, like, technically it was true. But if... Oh, if you think they're actually, like, does this actually fit this category? I think the only thing they check is whether you actually purchased the book for that. Because I don't think there's... They had one category that was, like, either pirates or takes place at sea. And I used A Curse of Saints by Kate Dramas. And the last, like, two or... Like, they go on a boat twice. (laughs) They go on... (laughs) They go on a journey, which means it was set on a boat. On a boat, and the first time doesn't really count because like they the main characters aren't talking to each other. But on the way back, they're like hashing shit out, and they're on a boat, and they have a couple of scenes, and they have some like emotional breakthroughs and shit, and then the book ends while they're at sea. So I, I used think that, that one. I think that's fine. <laughs> and I like as I handed it in, I circled at sea instead of pirates. Just that's legit. I can't think that they're so bored at their job <laughs> that they have to go through. It's a Some of those would be really though. hard to fact check. Yeah, that's true. Some of them, yeah. I mean, like, like I read a self-published book. Even though the writer is local to San Diego, like, there's very little chance that anyone at the Mysterious Galaxy bookstore has read her And stuff. their priority is going to be, did we spend money at Mysterious Galaxy this that's summer? True. And we definitely did. We definitely did. So... <laughs> And if they gave us a hundred dollar gift card, we, we would, would keep spending money. Yeah, we would spend more than a hundred. Yeah, like it's a hundred percent. It is a win-win. Yes, if for they everybody. give us, if you <laughs> give us, give us some money. <laughs> Please and thank you. Okay, let's go ahead and do. Here's a- hoping you get through your library books at a very reasonable pace. And it doesn't bother you how many you owe, not own, but have on hand. And then you keep supporting your library yes, by getting too. more. <laughs> and then they'll never end. But also, here's hoping they don't overwhelm you either. Yes. This has been another episode of Infinite TBR. You can find us on our Twitter at Infinite TBR. And we are individually on Twitter as at WhatSmack said and at Gabalodon which is like Megalodon, but Gab in the front of it. 
And you can find all our show notes at infinitetbr.com. If you have book recommendations for us or questions you want answered during the podcast, feel free to email us at itbrshelf at gmail.com.